This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week, our podcast is brought to you by BHP. Reducing greenhouse gas emissions in the production of copper is critical. That's why BHP has committed to solar, wind and battery agreements to help power their copper mine at Olympic Dam in South Australia. It's happening now at BHP. Visit bhp.com forward slash critical to find out more. Good morning, I'm Alex Tai. And I'm Alice Dempster. It's Wednesday the 12th of July. In your Squiz today, NATO meets in Lithuania. China's economy stalls. Ben Robert Smith appeals his defamation loss. And the perfect swear word. This is your Squiz today. The big international story this week is the meeting of NATO's leaders in Lithuania, where the question looming over the discussion is how to keep showing unified support for Ukraine while also dealing with the tricky situation of Ukraine wanting to join NATO. And just to recap, Alex, NATO is the military alliance between about 30 European countries, along with the US and Canada. And membership to that group means that if any member's territory is attacked, all of the members will defend it. Mm, mm. US President Joe Biden says that's one of the reasons why the US doesn't want to make any commitments to allowing Ukraine to join NATO. And that's because Ukraine is, of course, currently at war with Russia. Biden wants to avoid the possibility of military conflict between the US and Russia directly. Having said that, though, the US does want to ensure that NATO continues its military support of Ukraine. Yeah, exactly. It is tricky. And one of the fears of NATO leaders, according to media reports, is that Vladimir Putin is just waiting for NATO to get tired of supporting Ukraine. Mm. And so another thing that the leaders want to do this week is to send a strong, united signal that NATO will keep providing weapons and ammo to Ukraine's military for the long haul. But, Alice, even before the meeting started, there was a little bit of diplomatic (laughs) disunity. There was, and stick with me on this. Mm -hmm. Sweden is in the process of becoming a member of NATO, but Turkey's president, Recep Tayyip Erdogan, threatened to block that membership unless Turkey also gets membership to the European Union trading bloc. That was a surprise request from Erdogan, and he backed down on it pretty quickly, There's speculation that the US cut a deal with Turkey on the side with the aim of maintaining that unity that's so important to signal to Russia. It's all very interconnected and complicated, and we will be following the summit as it develops. China's economy is pretty important for every other economy in the world, including ours, but it looks as if their economic growth is slower than they would like it to be. The backstory here, Alex, is that this year China raised its growth target to 5%. That's up from last year's target of 3%. But economists are worried that they might not actually hit that goal. That's because they have the opposite problem to Australia and so many other nations. Rather than inflation, China might actually be facing price deflation. New data shows that their consumer price growth was 0% in June. And for context, squizzers might remember that our central bank has an inflation target between 2 to 3% for Australia. Right. And reading between the numbers, if price growth is 0%, that means consumer demand is slow mm. and demand is the key to economic growth. So that is one to watch. 
We have a couple of court updates, Alice. First up, Ben Robert Smith is appealing his defamation loss. That's right. He's the decorated former soldier who lost defamation proceedings against nine newspapers last month. Mm. He was suing the papers over stories where they named him as a bully, a murderer and a war criminal over his actions in Afghanistan. Robert Smith has maintained his innocence and he's now appealing the loss, but we don't know yet what the grounds of his appeal are. Mm. And Alex, the other case to watch is a potential class action from robo-debt victims following the Royal Commission's findings last week. Yes, and it wouldn't be the first class action from robo-debt victims. The government settled a different claim in 2021 for $1.8 billion. But this class action would sue on the grounds of public malfeasance, which didn't form part of the previous settlement. And if you want to know more about the robo-debt report, we have actually just released a shortcut that gets into more of that report and the potential consequences for those responsible. So just go to Squish Shortcuts in your podcast app. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super, one of Australia's most awarded super funds. It can be hard to know where the best place to grow your super is, but with awards like CanStar's Outstanding Value three years in a row and Money Magazine's 2024 Ultra Long Term Performance, Aware Super's 1.1 million members can be confident their super is in good hands. Visit aware.com.au forward slash awards to find out more. Awards are only one consideration. Read the PDS and TMD on the website. Alice, it has been about a week since Threads launched. (laughs) Threads, of course, being the Twitter clone released by Meta, which is the company behind Facebook and Instagram. And Threads is doing really, really well. Yeah, that's according to Meta's CEO, Mark Zuckerberg. Mm. He says that Threads gained 100 million followers in its first five (laughs) days, so not even a full week. He posted those stats on Threads, of course, Alex. (laughs) And for comparison, Twitter had around 250 million daily active users in November last year, although reports say that number has dropped more recently. And there's also been reports in the last few days that Twitter's traffic is down since Threads' debut. Mm. And for any major social media platform, which I guess Threads now counts as, (laughs) one of the big questions is how it will handle misinformation. Yes, yes, that is the question. And that was a question asked of Meta's Australian public policy boss, Josh Mason, in a Senate inquiry yesterday. He said that government accounts would be clearly identified on Threads. And we also heard in the last few days that Meta will be cracking down on misinformation on all of its platforms around the voice to parliament. Alice, a math student reckons that she has discovered the ultimate swear word (laughs) after feeding an algorithm with a list of the existing cusses. Yeah, we won't make you wait too long for this one. The machine spat out the word banger, which I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say that on the podcast or not, Alex, if it's a swear word. The student Sophie McLean reckons the machine predicted that a swear word is likely to start with a B and end with an ER. So banger is the word it came up with. She also had the machine produce a swear word randomly, though, and it returned another very naughty sounding word. Dit what? Oh my, Alice, <laughs> this is a kid-friendly show. You cannot be saying banger and dit what out loud. <laughs> Tone it down. <laughs> Woolies has started to trial selling tear-free onions to test if consumers want them or not. 
The onions are a new variety and they're apparently a bit sweeter but less likely to irritate the eyes. And onions really do irritate my eyes, Alex, so I might need to try these ones out. Well, (laughs) bad news, Alice. They are only going to be sold in New South Wales, Victoria (laughs) and the ACT, so you should keep your goggles around. Squiz the day. We have got a speech from Philip Lowe coming up today. He is the Reserve Bank Governor and he'll be speaking in Brisbane at about 1pm. And tonight is also the third State of Origin match in Sydney. Queensland's already won the series, but it's a chance for New South Wales to try and save some face. So good luck to them. Good luck for that game. Thank you all so much for listening and we'll be back again tomorrow. Hello, it's Bryce here from Squiz Kids. Kids and fiscal policy go together like peaches and cream, which is why we're excited to present a special Squiz Kids Q&A this week with Federal Treasurer Jim Chalmers. It's the podcast where the kids of Australia get to ask the questions. Tune in to Squiz Kids today to find out how the notorious B.I.G. has helped shape next week's budget, why the Treasurer considers himself more of a three-pointer than a slam dunker, and why his toenails will be painted with glitter nail polish next Tuesday when he stands in Parliament to hand down the budget. Plus, there's a cheeky question in there about his leadership ambition. All part of our mission to engage kids in the wider news agenda. Check it out in the Squiz Kids podcast feed or via squizkids.com.au.